Peace. Peace.
Praise the Lord, everyone. We thank God for this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad as we go before the Lord in prayer. We ask that wherever you are, lift up holy hands without wrath or doubt. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we say thank you, we say thank you, and we say thank you. For truly you are a great God. You're a great God, and you're greatly to be praised. You are to be feared above all gods, for all the gods of the nations are idols. But Lord, you made the heavens. Lord God, honor and majesty is before you. Lord God, you are the one that is worthy of all the glory and all the praise. And we say thank you, Lord, for giving us a new day. Lord God, we thank you for life, health, and strength. Lord, there's nothing too hard for you. And because we know that you have all power and all honor and glory belongs to you, you're sovereign and you're in control, we come to you, Lord Jesus. There's no other help we know. Lord God, we come to you because you have all the power in your hand. You own everything. The cattle upon a thousand hills are yours, Lord. All the silver and gold is yours. And therefore, we cast all our care upon you, Lord. Lord, because we know that you care about us. Your love, oh God, is uh, oh God is continuous every day. Your compassion fails not. Your mercies are new every morning. And oh God, we come to you because we know that you're able to fix our situation. You're able to bring us out with a strong hand, oh God, with a stressed out arm. Your God will have a great deliverer. Your great deliverer that's able to open the sea, oh God. You're able to open doors that are shut. God, you're able, oh God, to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we ask or think. And God, we say thank you today because we coming to you, Lord, with our petition right now, God. Some of us are sick, God. They need healing for the body. You're a great healer. Send your word right now, God. Send your word packed with healing and anointing, oh God. Destroy the yoke, God. Set captives free, oh God. Lord God, your God is able to go behind the walls, oh God, wherever, Lord Jesus, we are. Lord, you go into the hospital rooms right now, God. Lord Jesus, go where the doctors don't want to go. Go into the pit that God resurrect today, Lord. Bring them out, Lord Jesus, uh, that there'll be a testimony that our God is still in control. Lord God, you have the last say in our lives. You have the last say in our situation. God, go on our jobs, Lord Jesus. Uh, Lord God, open up a door, Lord. God, give us the promotion that comes from you, Lord Jesus. Lord God, we ask you to fill the empty storehouses, Lord. Some people, oh God, are lacking right now. They need a blessing from you, Lord Jesus. Uh, all the blessings come from you, and we ask you to send a blessing in the home. Lord God, somebody needs a God, somebody needs money, finances. God, somebody needs food on their table. Somebody needs, oh God, some God help to pay their bills. And we asking you to do it right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you right now. We give you the praise. We give you the honor. We give you the glory. Now go, Lord Jesus, in the places where people don't want to go. Lord, bring out those in the highways and the byways. Save as such should be saved, Lord. Send your men, God, into the highways and byways with an anointing 
to preach your word, to declare your gospel so that they can come out and be saved, that they will come to the water and be baptized, that they may be filled with your precious gift of the Holy Ghost. Lord God, we're looking for your miracle today. We're looking for the miracles that only you can perform. We ask it in Jesus' name. We ask miracles for the family, miracles for the husband and the wife. Bless that marriage, oh God. Keep them together, Lord God. Rebuke the adversary, Lord God. Lord God, bless the children, oh God. Those that have gone astray, Lord. You hold the reins of the heart, God. Turn their hearts back to you, Lord. But we give you glory. We give you honor. And we give you praise. We ask all these many blessings in Jesus' name. We ask it in Jesus' name. And we count it done. Hallelujah. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. Now I will go into the word of God. And I will read to you briefly scripture found in the book of Jude. And I will read the 17th verse down to verse 25. And it reads like this. But beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. How that they told you there should be mockers in the last time who should walk after their own ungodly lust. These be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the spirit, but ye, beloved, building up yourselves in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And of some have compassion, making a difference, and others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. May the Lord add a blessing in reading and hearing of his eternal word. Let it be sanctified in your heart that you may live thereby.
a blessing. He blesses us when we're going in and we're coming out. And for that, we can give him praise. And for that, we can worship him in spirit and in truth. I say for that, we can worship him in spirit and in truth. Thank you, Lord, for who you are, God, and for what you've done, for what you're doing, and what you're going to continue to do for us, Lord. We give you praise and we worship your holy name, Lord God. We give you all the praise, all the glory, all the honor, God. It all belongs to you, Lord. So here we are to worship you, Lord.
Now somebody put it in the atmosphere right there. Come on, put it in the atmosphere. you everyone it is time to give it's offering time and this is a part of worship of course where we plant seed in the vineyard and this is good ground I want you to follow the instruction on the screen our technician uh, should be putting that on the screen for you uh, so you'll know how to give uh, you can give in different ways of course you can go to our website grtdc.org uh, and tap on give or you can download the ministry one app on your smartphone we have changed our app you can follow the instructions after you've downloaded that app to your smartphone those of you who are fellowshipping and worshiping with us i should say uh, from our sister church refuge temple annex in the bronx you may use givelify let's honor the lord today he has been so good to us. Yes, he has. As a matter of fact, you can put that in the comment section while we are participating in this part of worship. Hashtag God has been good to me. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to give in your presence. Some of us are in our homes, some sitting in the car. Some of us are at work, Lord, in the office. Hallelujah. Some of us, oh God, or traveling by the way but we're taking time to connect so we can worship and hear a word from you now we want to worship in giving I pray Lord however we give by check electronically oh God any way we give receive our seed receive our offering and bring forth harvest in our lives some of us need miracles we need a touch Oh, God, open up the windows of heaven. Pour us out a blessing. Touch us one by one. Bless our homes. Hallelujah. Touch our loved ones, oh, God. You promised that you would rebuke the devourer for our sake. And we thank you in advance for doing just that. Bless us now as we give in Jesus' name. Amen. Follow the instruction on the screen. And let's be a blessing to the ministry.
Praise the Lord, everybody. Let's prepare now for the word of our Lord. Father, we're so grateful today. Once again, you have allowed us to come together. Although virtually, Lord, we're yet grateful for this connection. Still connected even in the midst of a pandemic. Spirit of God yet flowing from house to house. We're in our homes, some of us sitting in our cars, but we can still feel the power of the Holy Ghost. Lord, in the midst of your word, touch us one by one. In the midst of your word, stir up our hearts and minds. Bless us as only you can. Lord, speak to us. Speak to us. Speak to us. Hallelujah. We need a word from you. Can't make it without your word. Can't live without your word. Send it, Lord, and we'll give your name the glory, the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' name. Say it with me, won't you? In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. In the book of Philippians, chapter 1. Philippians, chapter 1. Philippians chapter 1 and I'll read in your hearing verses 3 through 6 I'll read verses 3 through 7 Philippians chapter 1 verses 3 through 7 want to give you time to find it turn to the book of Philippians the very first chapter and we'll be reading verses 3 through 7. Here beginneth the reading of God's word. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, for you all making request with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his holy word, sanctified in our hearts, that we may grow thereby. <clears throat> Want to glean a thought from the sixth verse where it says, being confident of this very thing. That he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Want to use briefly as a subject today, you can't make me doubt him. You can't make me doubt him. Certainly life is filled with so many uncertainties. It's sad, but it is true. So many uncertainties, so many disappointments. I know there are some who may argue with what I just said, but the truth of the matter is the only thing that is certain in our lives is the fact that we all must die. And after death comes the judgment. We are not promised riches. We are not promised to be raised in mansions, to be born with silver spoons in our mouths. But he does promise that he would be with us always, even until the very end of the world. 
But in the midst of all of these uncertainties, there are some who are often feeling as though they are losing out. And it is an adequate description of what many do feel. It's one thing to talk about victory, and it's one thing to talk about how the Lord can deliver, but the feeling you have when you're going through hurt and the pain that is experienced while you're going through. Nobody can really explain it except the person that is going through and sometimes there are no words to describe how you feel while you're going through in the midst of it. But there's a question arising in my spirit today to ask you who does your, and whom I should say, does your confidence lie? Should not be in man. You should know by now that the arms of flesh will fail. There are many today, the reason for their discouragement, the reason for their dismay is because they trusted in man. Put too much hope in flesh. David said on one occasion that I've discovered that it doesn't make sense, and I'm paraphrasing, to put your trust in princes or in kings and kingdoms. He would even have it recorded saying these words, some trust in horses and others in chariots, but we will remember the name of our God. And I dare say you should not even depend so much on yourself because there's no good thing in my flesh. Eventually I'll even let myself down, but you can, hallelujah, say it with me, I can depend on God. And I know you know where I'm going next. You must put your trust in the Lord. Can't really depend on anyone else. No one else's strength can hold you up. No one else's joy can keep you. You must put your trust in God. Here is a word that we need to really, hallelujah, tell one another something we should say, embracing one another, call each other up. Text each other. Tell each other you can depend on God. Trust him. I know in the midst of all that's going on, it's troubling. It's, hallelujah, something that we've never seen before. And some of you are experiencing things you have never experienced before, but you must put your trust in God. Scripture text here. Now, I have to take you to a place called Philippi, which... According to the book of Acts, was the chief city of the western part of Macedonia. And he takes his name from King Philip, who was the famous king of Macedon, who repaired and beautified it and later would make it a Roman colony. And we know that the Apostle Paul was instrumental in planting a church in this place and had developed a strong relationship with this congregation. Yes, and the theme of his writings would be the joy of Christian grace and experience in life and in death, triumph in suffering. I would sum all of that up. I would simply sum it up by saying Jesus' joy. That simply means no matter what's happening, no matter what's going on, I'm holding on to my joy. Even in the midst of trial and tribulation, I'm holding on to my joy. 
and understand the concept, I should say rather the reality of Jesus' joy says, uh, I don't need any other stimulation. I don't need anyone, hallelujah, to prompt me or push me to glorify God or to hold on to him. I already know what he can do. And in the midst of even this struggle and the next struggle and the next struggle, I will depend on God. Lift your hands and say it with me. I will depend on God. Some of you need to put it in the comment section right now. I will depend on God. Joy is the theme. Having joy in the midst of the turmoil, I still have joy. After all I've been through, I still have my joy. David said it like this, and the joy of the Lord is my strength. It is the doctrine of perseverance that the Apostle Paul is dealing with in this particular text. In order, though, to persevere, you must have confidence in order to be willing to go through and to hold on, you have to have confidence. And understand this confidence cannot be in yourself, cannot be in man, but this confidence must be in God. You have to come to a place where you realize that no one can do me like my father. To come to a place in your life where you realize that no one can help me through this like my father. As a matter of fact, you've got to come to the realization also that if he doesn't do it, it cannot be done. If he does not heal it, then it will not be healed. My God is able to do even exceedingly abundantly above all that I ask or think have to have confidence in God. I hear the words of David where he cries out with confidence and says, the Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. Whatever he's got to do to bring me to where he needs to bring me and to make me what he needs to make me, he will perfect that. He will finish. And whatever my God begins, he will finish. I'm so glad this is the kind of God I serve where, hallelujah, whatever he puts his mind to do, he will accomplish that. He can speak a word and his word will not come back to him until it has accomplished what it has set out to do. Whatever God has determined when he makes up his mind to use or to strengthen or to bless or to heal, no man, the prophet said, can steady my God's hand. So we need to be confident. We need to be sure. I hear the word of God say, I am persuaded, hallelujah, that my God is able. So here we are in this particular text where Paul is writing to the church of Philippi. And he begins his text, he begins his writings with a prayer. He was a praying man and he received many of his revelations because he was connected to God in prayer. 
is praying for the people of God in Philippi and letting them know that uh, I want you to know that uh, many times in prayer I'm remembering you as uh, I knew before my father making requests and I'm doing it with a smile on my face with Jesus joy and uh, I'm thanking him for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day I met you even until now. See, there were those who uh, over the years had turned their back on the apostle because uh, of what he had been through and uh, because of uh, the things that had happened in his life. I'm not talking about before he got saved. I'm talking about even after he came into the household of faith. There were those who, uh, hallelujah, were persuaded to use his struggles uh, against him. He would stand flat-footed and proud and say I glory in my tribulation and I know there were even those who were using uh, hallelujah his prison sentence and the, the fact that he's under house arrest uh, against him Paul said nevertheless don't worry about this don't let my chains uh, offend you and don't be offended by those who are using what I'm going through uh, against me God uh, is keeping me and uh, I'm not their prisoner I am a prisoner of the Lord Jesus Christ. So uh, he's writing to them and uh, he says, nevertheless, I'm grateful uh, because you've stuck by my side uh, from the beginning until now. You've had a great fellowship in the gospel and uh, you've heard the word of God. And I want you to know, uh, hallelujah, that just like I have gone through things and just like I have had some problems in my life, uh, you're going to have to go through your own storms, your own trials uh, and tribulations. No one is exempt uh, from feeling pain. No one is exempt from uh, shedding tears. As a matter of fact, I remember the master saying, they who would live godly will suffer persecution. And remember, Paul had suffered some hard things in Philippi. He was scourged and he was put into stocks. But hallelujah, thanks be to God. He says, I'm writing you with joy. In other words, the stocks the pain, the scourging, the brutality of my enemies, the trickery of people even in the house of God, it has not made me bitter. As a matter of fact, it's made me better. I have a question to ask some of you today. Did it make you bitter or did it make you better? Hallelujah. How does it make you better? Well, David said it like this. It was good that I was afflicted because I wouldn't know him the way that I know him now. Something about the problem that made me run to the altar. Something about the pain that made me lean on God.
God even more. I wouldn't know how to pray the way that I pray. Listen, baby, I didn't learn how to pray to God sitting in church underneath the chandelier. It's easy to pray when everybody's humming and singing and clapping. And But my best prayers have been in the prison house. My best prayers have been in the midst of my frustration and I didn't have time to look for words. Didn't have time to search hallelujah for phrases and all I could say was Lord I need you now. Hallelujah. I learned how to pray in my pain. I learned how to pray in my despair and it made me better. I'm not I'm not the same Paul I was when I, when I first got the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. When I came out of Cornelius's house, everything looked all right. But I've been through some things since then. I've been shipwrecked. Yes, I've been stoned and left for dead. I've been in toils and I've been in dangers in the sea, perils, even in the land and the homes around of my brethren. I've been a bruise. I've been pushed. I've been mistreated, but it made me better. I'm not like I was before. My prayers are different. My praise is different. I don't need music now to give God some glory. When I first got the Holy Ghost, I needed an organ. I needed a drum, but I've been through some trials. Hallelujah. I've been through some hurting things and I didn't have time to tune in to the organ when I got to church. I was just so glad that I made it that far. I was just that glad that the Lord kept me. I'm just that glad that the Lord didn't let me lose my mind. So it wasn't the drums that got me clapping. It, it wasn't the music that stirred my heart. It was in my mind that my praise started. And I said, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my, my soul cries out. Hallelujah. Thank God for saving me. It took time for me to get here. It took some time for me to mature in this. It took time for my joy to be real joy. It took some time. It took some lies being told on me to learn how to persevere in the midst of that adversity. It took some pain in my body to get me to go beyond how I feel. It took some time. Hallelujah. It took some adversity. It, it took some haters to teach me how to sing anyhow and say I will bless the Lord at all times.
and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. I've been through a whole lot. So when I write this letter to you, I'm not a novice. I'm not a Johnny come lately. I have not just arrived. I've been through toil and I've been through trial and I've been through tribulation. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory. And I've learned how to glory in my tribulation. I've learned how to smile while I'm crying and I've learned how to praise while I'm hurting and I want you to remember that's why I'm praying for you I'm making a request with with my savior cause I same God that's been keeping me I want him to keep you too the same God that's been my protection I'm praying that he protects you too there was some who worried about his sufferings and but Paul said don't worry don't be upset about my trouble it's alright it's alright I need somebody to raise their hand and say it's alright Paul said it's alright because although we're troubled on every side I'm not in distress we are perplexed but not in despair come on say it with me persecuted but not forsaken cast down but not destroyed he's able to keep me he's able to hold me he's able to make ways out of no way I know he's able I said I know he's able and there's something else I know there's something else I know beyond the shadow of a doubt that all things work together for my good because I love him and because I've been called according to his purpose I feel my help in here that I'm praying for you I'm praying thank you Lord I don't know how much time I've got left I don't know what else is coming up in my life thank you Lord I just want you to know that troubles will come and hallelujah and when they come I want you to remember that God 
until he is able and God knows the troubles that you bear and he's able to bring you out so hold on come on tell yourself so hold on thank you Lord but Paul said I've got this confidence hallelujah I have a confidence that I didn't have before it developed over the years through my suffering and through my experiences with my God because I know what he can do because I know he keeps his word because I know he opens doors because I know he's a healer because I know he's a way maker because I know he's got all power I feel like preaching I have this confidence thank you Lord that everything he's done for me he'll do for you there is no doubt in my mind and there's nothing now that can make me doubt him thank you Lord you can make me down him cause I know too much about him and because I know he has the ability to finish whatever he starts I'm confident in this that he who have begun a good work in you that's right you I'm talking to you if he started it he will finish it I don't care what you're going through I don't care how you've been feeling he's able to perform it I don't care who's against you I don't care who's fighting against you. Whatever God started, he will finish it. I'm confident in this very one thing. I know he's able. I had enemies in my life, but I'm still here. I know he's able. I've had sickness in my body, but I'm still here. I know he's able. I've had trouble in my life, but he made a way. I know he's able. I should have died a long time ago, but he brought me to where I am now and he'll do it for you he'll do it for you lift your hands and say it he'll do it for me 
you can make me doubt in my he will finish it I know he will I know he will I know he will you want to praise him for that you want to praise him for that he he who have begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ thank you for I hear the Holy Ghost say tell him I'm not through I'm not through with them tell her I'm not through with her tell him I'm not through hallelujah raise your hand and let the devil hear you say it I don't have no doubt early when I woke up this morning I didn't have no doubt hey that the Lord will deliver me that the Lord will take care of me that the Lord will keep me that the Lord will watch over me and whatever 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 he started in me he will perform it say yeah say yeah oh God. Hey, 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 hallelujah, glory, you can't make me doubt him, I'm sure about this thing, and I'm confident because of what has happened in my own life, Paul said, this confidence has been developed over the years. And because I know what the Lord is able to do in real time. I'm not talking about what I heard or what I saw. Hallelujah, someone else go through. I'm talking about my personal experience. Being confident of this very thing. That he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Even as it is meet for me to think this of you all, he says, because I have you in my heart. Inasmuch as both in my bonds and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, he said, you are all partakers of my grace. I have no doubt in my mind about this God that we're serving. And whatever he has started, he will finish in your life. Whatever he has begun, he will perform it in you. Until the day of Jesus Christ. And you can't make me doubt this God. 
Nothing you do or say can make me change my mind about him. So I'm confident that he which hath begun a good work in you, you, he will perform it. Lift your hands and give him glory. Right in your house, right in that space, even before I pray, lift those hands. Lift those hands and worship. You are worthy to be praised. Come on, I'm trusting you to sing with me. I give you Let's worship. We're doing it. Come on. We give you time. Come on. Let's worship. We give you Feel that in my spirit. Come on, sing it one more time. We give you hard but he's not through yet <laughs> I know you've been going through something but God's not through he's still working it out he's still developing he who has begun a good work in you he will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ don't doubt him because of the struggle don't doubt him because of the situation no Stand up and say it. You can't make me doubt him. He who has begun a good work in me, he will perform it. I don't know who I'm talking to, but you needed to hear this. He will finish what he started. Don't let the pain discourage you away from God. Don't let the situation turn you away from your faith. Don't doubt him for a second. Be confident in this thing that he who has begun a good work in you will perform it. Hosha, 
lay your hands on yourself. He's going to finish it. I want to pray for you. Come on, I can't touch you from where I am. Lay your hands on yourself. I'm going to pray. But lay your hands on yourself. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. We thank you for speaking right into our situation. Let nothing persuade us to turn away. Hold on in the midst of the trial. Have joy in tribulation. Glory is going to be after this. Give me the strength to hold on. Don't let doubt come in in any area of my life. You said you would finish it. You said you would make ways. You said you would. And I'm holding on to this. Your promise is my confidence. You will do what you said. Give me the strength to hold on. When trouble comes, I hear the Holy Ghost say, I will finish what I started. Keep your hands there. Keep your hands there. Keep your hands there. Father, in the name of Jesus, touch, touch your daughter. Touch your son. You know the struggle. I pray that you would touch them right now. Oh, let them know, oh God, that you're still there. You haven't left them. You're keeping them even in the midst of this. And you will finish what you started. We rebuke the spirit of doubt. I stand against that principality of doubt that would make a child of God so frustrated that they would live in disbelief and let go of their faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you right now. She will rise. He will rise. He will make it. She will make it. The Lord is our strength and helper. Bless them now, I pray in the name of Jesus. Don't let them be the same after today, I pray. In Jesus' name. Say it with me, in Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together now. Give Jesus some more praise. Come on, come on, come on. We give you all. Come on, sing it with me. The glory. We worship you. you today you want to be baptized into that wonderful name of the Lord Jesus Christ send us a request won't you admin at grtdc.org someone from our staff will get back to you we'll connect with you tell you what you need to do if you're in this area we'll bring you right here in the temple and baptize you into the name of the Lord Jesus Christ no matter where you are if you're in New York We'll make a connection with Refuge Temple Annex and we'll baptize you in Jesus' name. Anywhere in this world, anywhere in this country, if you're watching this and you want to be baptized in Jesus' name, send that request. 
admin at grtdc.org and we will connect you to a ministry and they'll baptize you into that wonderful name of the Lord Jesus. You want the Holy Ghost? Send that request. Someone from the staff will reach out to you, tell you what you need to do. Husha. Hallelujah. Someone right now can get it. Yeah, lift your hands and begin to praise the Lord. Open your mouth and worship. And God can fill you with the Holy Ghost right now. Don't doubt it. It's a gift. It's a promise. He can fill you with his presence right now. You are worthy to be praised. I feel like singing that one more time. We give you the glory. We worship you, our Lord. You are worthy. Yes. Listen, we. We have scaled down to a narrow crew as just me and the musicians and technician in the back, but I feel the Holy Ghost in this temple. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, I feel Jesus in this place, and I feel like worshiping the Lord. The Lord is so good, and he's not through blessing you. No, he's not through working in you. He's going to finish what he started in your life. Thank you again for connecting with us. Thank you again for stopping by, allowing us to come into your homes, your automobiles. Thank you. I pray that we'll be able to connect again on next week, Lord willing. Until then, I need you to do three things. Be careful, be prayerful, and be holy. Shalom, shalom. Praise the Lord, it's Pastor Fields here, and I hope you have enjoyed your worship experience with us on today. Thank you so much for connecting with Grady Refuge Temple here in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. I want to thank you for connecting with us, being a part of this worship experience, and we also, for those of you who may just be meeting us for the first time, wanted to tell you a little bit about ourselves. We are a part of a great organization, a great reformation. Churches of our Lord Jesus Christ was founded in 1919 by Bishop R.C. Lawson. And this beautiful edifice that we're standing in was built, ministry founded by Bishop William Lee Bonner. I have the honor now of being the pastor. We have been growing. The Lord has been blessing us tremendously. Souls have been saved and blessed and set free and we're continuing the work. Yes, even in the midst of these trying times, we are determined 
to continue the work. I pray that you'll continue to connect with us. I pray also that as the Lord delivers and set free, that he will not leave you out. You'll be blessed along with us as well. Until we meet again, shalom, shalom.